0: United. Much, I, I are, know, United. are you in a better I, mood? <laughs> much better. i
1: better. Such a much better I mean, mood. <laughs> I. It took me working <laughs> another like three hours after I got off of, 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 you know, quote, got off of work. Yeah. But I was just telling Kristen off mic that that seriously made the biggest difference for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like okay, I can come into today. I don't know. It's just. It's exceptionally crazy, and I'm willing to put in a little bit of, like, overtime, I guess you could say. Because it's not going to be like this all the time. Right. And it, it helped my peace of mind. We, like... Guys, yesterday we set up to record, we both (laughs) came on, and we both were like, I was like, look, if you want to record tomorrow, I'm I'm
0: okay Like, It was already like way later than we normally would record. Way later. Ashley's work has just, yes, like things just kept happening that were just like out of our control. I had things going on just like personally, Ashley had all this Mm -hmm. professional stuff happening, and then both of us got on finally where we're like, okay, technically we can record right now, but I was like. I'm in such a bad mood, like –
1: Yeah. And it has yeah, nothing to like, do with – I was like, the last thing I want to do is is podcast right now. Yeah. All I I'm was like- thinking about was work. That was like <laughs> – Yep. We – even as we were chatting, uh-huh. my boss is texting me and I'm like, I'm going to be so distracted. Yes. But this is
0: <laughs> – One, well, I was waiting for some stuff to get taken care of. Right. Like, some family stuff. Like, everything's fine, but it just was like – things were kind of up in the air yesterday Mm -hmm. But when we were supposed to be recording for both of us for both of us. And so I was just like, I really loved this episode. And I feel like if we talk about this right now, we're both either going to be super fake, like, with our happiness
1: or, well, see, or see you might be fake. I would just be like, yeah, this was cute.
0: <laughs> oh, yes, or yeah, it was going to be the opposite. Where we're just like, let's deadpan explain everything that happened yeah. in this episode. Like, so Ed and Sarah were really cute and they're yeah. very
1: cool. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not fair to the episode because it was a really great episode. Right. It wouldn't. It isn't fair to it wouldn't us be fair because to you guys, and it wouldn't be fair to you guys. So, um. Yeah, I after we got off yesterday, and it helped because like we probably chatted for like a good half hour, you and me, just talking and getting things like off our chest. Yep, and just so that even helped, even that me, helped personally. Yes, yeah. so you were able to go back and do what you needed to do. I was able mm-hmm. to finish taking care of stuff, and then you know what I did last night? I ordered DoorDash delivery for dinner, good and for you. I was like, I have stuff for dinner, but I was like, you know what? I'm ordering DoorDash, yeah. and then. I started. I'm. I know. I'm super late to this game, but I started Crash Landing on You.
1: Oh, I need to start that. Ashley, I've had it's it in my so forever. Good. Okay, I watched. I know, that's all I keep hearing.
0: I watched two and a half episodes. There. I watched two and a half episodes, and I'm like, so Nini, you watched one DZ, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, so I was like, Nini is gonna be so proud of me. Nini is a girl that we have both known like from mm-hmm. the beginning of our EK days. And she is like K-drama aficionado. She's like sent me a list of all these different ones she thinks that like we should watch based on our interests and stuff. And um, with a couple of other girls that I talk with, were talking about it. And I was like, maybe I'll just start that tonight. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I did. And I got like sucked in. And it's like really good. And what's really cool is that I learned that one of the writers or producers or like a consultant for the show, he's actually a de facto from North Korea. So like the portrayals of North Korea, because it's a forbidden love story between a North Mm -hmm. and South Korean. And so, yeah, it's like as probably as legit or as, um, you know, real as it can be. Obviously, there's going to be stuff that's dramatized because it is a drama. Um, But I just thought that was like a really cool... Little note. Anyways, probably yeah. people are like, "Yeah, Kristen, we've known this for like over a year now." But um, I'm just oh, aligning it. Well, <laughs> I'm late to the to the game too.
1: It's yeah, it's been on my list forever. I always hear everybody talk about it, and I just haven't gotten yeah. So
0: start it when you can. Book. It's it's super cute. Okay. It's like really good. So um and then the other thing too, I was like, oh my gosh, I read this tweet from someone yesterday, and it already made me feel so much better. So I was like, I have to tell Ashley about this in case she doesn't see it. So. One of our sweet listeners, she's like, I'm going back and re-listening to, like, old podcast episodes of Central Kapama because, like, it's kind of cool to see theories and all that stuff, like, how they panned out. Like, okay, so. I
1: don't even remember.
0: Well, right. I'm like, I don't even remember half the stuff that we, like, guessed or whatever. So I don't even know if you'll remember this because I didn't, so. I don't remember the stuff that I said last episode, okay? Seriously, (laughs) same. So. (sighs) She – I was like, this is adorable. Please tell me the timestamp because I need to go hear this for myself. So it's about – it's around the half hour mark of our second podcast episode for Senchal Coppa Muscle for episode two. And she was like – she's like, you guys. She was like, Ashley totally called Honcare. So in episode what? two, you were like, Hyundai is my new girl crush. And then you and I just gushed about Hyundai and her beauty and all this stuff. Yeah. And then you were like, listen, if Karem doesn't fall in love with her, and I and I thought you had a – you'd made a mistake and you meant Sercon, like meaning Sercon for Edda. Uh-huh. And so I said, oh, you mean Sercon? And you said, no, I mean Karem. Like, <laughs> look at her. And like, it was so funny. And and then, you know, this was like right after the breakup news had come out. So of course, then we touched on that and like, sure. listen, you know, whatever's going on with that, we're not trying to, you know, meddle with that. We just want them to be happy our stance that has always been our stance from yeah, the beginning, yeah. you know. Um, but I was cracking up that's because number one, really I was like, I bet she got our voices mixed up. I was like, I bet I said that. That's something I would say. <laughs> so I went back and like, listen, and it was that's
1: what I would have I would have put yeah, my money on you saying yes. That,
0: not me. And I was like, oh no, that was a hundred percent Ashley. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess I'm. I mean, c- give me a break. Look at look at her. Look at Hanay. I, I know. And like she seems so sweet and yeah. like super fun. And I, of course, of course he. Would have fallen in love. Uh-huh. With
0: and, like, look how far we've come. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to tell Ashley about that. Like, that instantly I guess I lifted... was the
1: original shipper. Uh, right. <laughs> which is not on brand for me at all. It's not.
0: But I feel like that also says a lot, like, that you would put sure. that out there. Because you're not, like, a celebrity shipper. You're not – like, that's just not maybe you.
1: Is am, – am I just perceptive? Is that what that means? It, that,
0: yes. That's that, 100% what it is. Yeah. Maybe –
1: all right. Well, I'm. I mean, no, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> but it I do just, think I am a little perceptive. You are. When it comes no, you to observing people and
0: relationships and dynamics. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see things and I'm like. We've mm. absolutely had this conversation. I'm pretty sure in our yeah. in our love story episode. Like, yeah, I think we have because Ashley tried to save me a few times from some poor boy choices, but. Mm. Mm. No comment. <laughs> um it all worked out though it all worked out so it did. um yeah but I was like I have to tell Ashley about that because honestly like reading that and then listening to it I was like that already just like was a mood lifter for me it made yes. me feel so good so I was like That's I gotta so remember, I gotta tell her about that before we record tomorrow so um love it Anyhow, so that's that. Um, we're in a much better headspace now, and we can yeah. actually talk about Volume Forty Nine and all yes. of the domestic adorableness and spicy Searcon we got. Like, I mean, he's married
1: now. He's a married man. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna take advantage, and he is absolutely cashing that in <laughs> uh,
0: privileges. <advantages>. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness so um so you had suggested yesterday and i thought this was kind of a good idea is that we're kind of copying um (laughs) a romance podcast that we both listen to but they are recapping virgin river episodes right now and the way they've been doing it Mm -hmm. is they kind of go by character and their storyline like let's talk about who we're least interested in and then work our (laughs) way back work our way up to who we're most interested in and Mm -hmm. instead of like going um chronologically and scene by scene yeah so i was like you know what i kind of like that because um i feel like this episode's a good one for that yeah Um, so we won't quite start right where we picked where we left off yet um Mm -hmm. so i i mean i would say do you want Melo and Barack, or Kerem and Pina? Like, I feel like those are going to be the first two we probably talk about. Yeah, yeah. And this is, like, no shame to, like, listen. No, but come they're on. They're just not. You they're mean, not like, the they're, main event. side
1: characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nobody's yeah. going to be offended at no. this. Um, let's do Kerem and Pina because they're the newest additions anyway to our little cast of characters. So we might as well um, start with them. And all of their stuff is pretty succinct uh, in in the whole span of the episode Agreed. We really only get I don't know maybe 10 minutes of time with the two of them so I feel like that's a good place to start
0: okay so I do want to start them because I did think the scene between um Kerem and Edda was really cute which is kind of yeah. what spanned all of the stuff with him and Pina the rest of the episode you know so they're at, it's a they're at dinner Everyone's over at the Bola at Yolda's residence for dinner and mm-hmm. um, Pina – I'm sorry. Edda and Kerem start in the, wind, wind up in the kitchen. Sorry, I'm tripping over my words. And she can tell something's up with him, of course. And she's like, okay, Romeo, like tell me what's going on. And he's like, why are you calling me Romeo? <laughs> and she's like, oh, please. Like we don't all know there's something going on with you and Pina, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. So he starts just kind of waxing poetic, you know. Yeah. And also winds up telling Edda, like, please, you can fire me. like, hire her so that she stays and Pina really sweet over here's that part, you know, which I yeah. really enjoyed. Um, but, you know, Edda explains to him, like, listen, she's a she's wanting to be an architect, not a landscape architect. There's a difference. Like that's why she was working mm-hmm. under Sercon. And obviously, there's a whole issue with that now because Sercon has left art life. Um right. And so she basically is like, listen. If it's – what's meant to be will be. It'll work out. It's going to be okay. And he's like, well, I guess you're speaking from experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And so she – yeah. So she just basically encourages him and she walks out. So Pina walks in and basically Mm -hmm. explains that she overheard and was like, why did you do that? And she ends up – does she end up asking like, what would happen if I stayed?
1: Yes. And and then he's like, this. And and then he he, like, plants one on her, right? Okay.
0: It was –
1: Honestly, st- all their scenes are a little awkward and stilted. Yes, but they it, are. it kind of made them cuter for yes, me. Yes, I agree. Because it felt kind of real. Like, oh, yes. here are these kids who are obviously – and, and Pina uh, shares this later – in their right. first kind of bloom of love and their first relationship and – it's not going to be, oh, smooth talking, smooth sailing when yes. you're all young and weird. And, but I, so it, it made it, it made them kind of more endearing to me where I was like, okay, this is cute. I
0: agree. Well, and it, you know, because unfortunately, like, I just think the chemistry between, um, Elchin and I don't know his real name, but the guy who plays Barack. It's just kind of like not really there for for us, I would say. You know, obviously yeah, I, not for me. And it's not that I'm against, you know, I think we've shared it's not that I'm against that storyline. Um, especially, you know, we covered about like how, especially if they were kind of building it towards like, hey, there were feelings there and there have been for a long time. And they did kind right. of build on that where it was like, oh, but there was misunderstanding that we both thought the other was in a relationship, so we just mm-hmm. kind of let it lie, blah, blah, blah. Um, so theirs is kind of awkward and stilted in a different way, unfortunately. Yeah. And yeah. for Karem and Pina, I think it it works and it plays off well for them. Yes. And For their so, yeah. characters, for yes. the age of
1: their characters, for the – yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree. So, you know, so that's that spawns basically the whole rest of the episode for them is like Pina basically says, can we not like talk about these depressing things about me leaving? Can we just enjoy the time that we have? And, mm-hmm. and that's what they do. So they, you know, they go on walks. They go on a picnic and
1: um, right.
0: all this. And the picnic is really cute. And they play mm-hmm. Never Have I Ever. And yeah. <laughs> um, a very innocent version of it. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's when we find out that Pina has never kissed a boy before until yeah. she was kissed by Karem the night before. And Kerem's never been in, in love until he mm-hmm. met her. Um, And, you know, there's – a. A few cute other things like, you know, he's never traveled abroad, been on an airplane and, you know, so it kind of – it spawns these conversations about like maybe he could come visit, all this stuff. Um, And then it kind of just ends on them when she's about to leave and saying goodbye and he wants to take her to the airport, but she's like – Let's not like that's just gonna make it worse, basically. Um, yeah, let's forget,
1: let's remember each other as we were, kind mm-hmm. of not having the last memory to be of a sad goodbye at the airport, right? They're just gonna have a sad goodbye in the park instead.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so, I'm still, I mean, since we're near the end of the series, I it wouldn't be that weird that she left and went back to London and then we never heard right. from her again. But, like, I didn't see any goodbye posts or anything like that, like, for her last days of shooting, like we did, like, for Denise and stuff. Right. So, I'm almost wondering if we're going to get a, an airport gitme moment, like, you mm-hmm. know, especially now because of how the episode ends, too. There could be opportunity there for her. So, I kind of mm-hmm. wonder if she's going to wind up sticking around. Um
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I do, too, especially because – karem was like i don't want to do long distance etc etc i don't Um, blame
0: him honestly Yeah, he's being a realist not that it can't work but yeah
1: well for for how old they are how long they've known each other and it's not yeah 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 um but i don't i don't know if you just said this sorry i got a notification on my phone and i was a little distracted um because of how the episode ends, it mm-hmm. makes me wonder if she's going to be able to. Oh, Dad, yes. you don't have to send me home. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So I guess we'll see whether we see more of her in the future. Yeah.
0: Um. And then okay, Milo and <laughs> Melba Toast. Booba. Melba toast is what um, is what <laughs> Natalie started calling them. I think, and it it's me up. just
1: It's so hard when. In I I think the reason I have such trouble with this storyline, I am very happy for Milo. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, of course,
1: everybody knows we love Milo. Yeah. But I think the reason this is so difficult is because we have had some great like potentials in the past for her. Um it feels a little like Duran 2.0 mm-hmm. and except even Doren. Anyway, we won't go there. Um, You just love a character so much and so Mm -hmm. you want for them what the main character is getting right and it just doesn't feel like that's what we're getting yeah and barack is obviously a great guy and i see what we're establishing with the whole oh there was just misunderstanding and we were both interested in each other from the start and it is cute how he comes in with his ripped shirt and yes from all the
0: beginning in oh, his huh. fishing
1: yeah kind of wanting to start things over it was funny though because when he walked in And then they flirt and then kiss immediately. I was like, "Oh, I guess this is
0: this is it now." Yeah, I (laughs) I was like, I felt like maybe there's a scene missing that got cut, right? Um, like something to connect where they left off from their cute little like, oh, let's share how we first met, and then, like, um, they got all flustered during that. And then they kind of both took off from that table after they were telling Pina that. And then that was the last we saw of them, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. They went from scrambling away from each other (laughs) to suddenly we're kissing and we're
1: together and flirting all the time. Yeah. So – Wait wait a second. So this is – so they're official, I guess. Yeah. Um, So
0: I think maybe there was a scene or something that just didn't make it either in the last episode or this episode that might have connected that um <clears throat> excuse yeah, me so because
1: that's what happened and,
0: yeah so now they're together cute it's it just, was you
1: don't feel the fire between the two of them yeah so i think it makes it kind of yeah. wow.
0: yeah and i don't really think it's not that that's anybody's fault it's just right it, right. it, it just is what it is um yeah. so yeah it is still cute i am glad that melo is getting what her heart desires and if her heart if what her heart desires is barack and not you know some oiled up tanned massage therapist or whatever you know like i think that's (laughs) yeah yeah i i do think that's great um so they're together but she gets a little shifty because she basically is like she kind of gets jumpy the first time someone walks in Mm -hmm. and they're kind of being close and so and barack is like what the heck so she kind of winds up explaining like i think we just need to like ease into this right you know Uh, so she kind of wants to keep it a secret it doesn't last super long because he is even kind of like after the second time they have to like fake it is mm -hmm. like listen this isn't what i want to do um i want to be out in the open and hey props to him like that should be how it is like i'm not ashamed of this i you know i want people to know how i feel about you and that we're together so um they do wind up babysitting Kiraz later for eden sercon um she asks if she can bring barack as a friend because he is not only a friend but he is someone who spends time with Kiraz. so like it's not that out of the blue i did love that sercon was like I don't want those two alone in my house together. Like, just big brother (laughs) protective. I Mm. loved that. Um, But Edda's like, calm down, Burak, has (laughs) babysat Kiraz a lot. Like, this is not abnormal. So they babysit her. Well, there's some double talk happening um, during story time, bedtime.
1: Yeah, when Kiraz is seemingly asleep. (laughs) But we all know what happens when Kiraz is – Seemingly asleep, she meaning she never actually is, and she overhears everything that's said. <laughs> yes,
0: because she's Kiraz; that's her brand.
1: Hmm. So they're chatting, and then um, she overhears because they're talking about a prince and a kiss and all this stuff. And Barack is being really sweet to Mello, and he grabs her hand, and uh, doesn't he say something to the effect of like nobody could see you and not fall in love with you, or um,
0: yes, something.
1: See now I can't even remember. I might have.
0: Yeah, I do, and you know what? It's a scene that um, Willa very kindly um clarified for me because part of it I was like, some of these subs were kind of weird. Yeah, they were. Boy, and of course now I can't find it. Dang it! Um, oh, I guess I didn't get it either. Oh wait wait
1: wait. He says, no matter how hard I try to pretend that I don't see you, in fact, I've been thinking about you for uh, the whole time. And as soon as I lost my mind, I immediately kissed you. Yes. So, And I assumed that meant, like, as soon as I lost my inhibitions (laughs) (laughs) because he was
0: drunk that day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is when um, Kiraz (laughs) – Basically woke up and was like, oh, so the way the prince kissed the princess and they're like, weren't you asleep (laughs) and kind of you know, shame her a little bit. But she doesn't care. She's like, hey, you two got together. You became lovers. Mm -hmm. And Barack's like, how does she know everything? And then she looks at him and she's like, why are you exposing us by confirming this to her? Like, it's funny. So they
1: They end up having to pay nine scoops, right? Nine scoops of ice cream. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they basically try to convince her it's a dream. She's like, no. So, yeah, she basically says, fine, we'll give you the ice cream you want. But if you still like spill, I'm gonna r- remove that from your stomach by hand. Like, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. So they're bribing her because Kiraz can be bought with ice cream. Um,
1: right. Well, and then later on, when Serkan and Eda get home, they can tell that Kiraz is acting kind of funny. Eda <laughs> is can tell something's up because Melo is a terrible liar. Um and then later on Melo finally confesses and tells Ida everything. So, yes. It's officially out, they're officially official and they're probably going to go off into the sunset happy together. So, yes, yeah, that's Melo and Buba.
0: Yes. Um and so, yeah, Melo and Buba. And then <clears throat> excuse me. Um we can do Ida next. She basically yeah. is just like a whiny stress case this whole episode.
1: Yeah, getting lessons on how to be poor.
0: Right. She's, yeah, I fear giving all these, like, um, all these economical lessons and how to budget and, you know, sell the clothes you don't wear anymore and um, yeah, all this stuff. And she, for the most part, like, when she's doing the food one, she's actually a pretty good student. She's, like, trying to, like, be – all about it. Um, I love that
1: I love Safi's practicality. Yeah, Because he's like, we have Kimalbae. Is zucchini going to save us? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so my I was like, gosh. okay, that's good. That's good. So true. But, you know, Aidan winds up basically realizing she pays Safi a lot more than what her friends pay, like, their mm-hmm. Safis, I guess. And because she's wanting to save money, she basically tells him that his salary is going to be cut and he – kind of fights back and is like okay well if my salary is going to be cut then the work i do is also going to be cut like so he's like well here's how you load a dishwasher here's where the eggs are for breakfast like you know he's only going to do part of the work and it eventually leads to him quitting altogether and saying like i'm going to go somewhere i'm appreciated i got job as like head waiter at this bougie restaurant so I'm going to work there because, you know, he can pocket tips and all that. And I feel like Safi would be a really fun and entertaining waiter. Like, I would oh, love to sit in his section. He would do great in the, yeah. in the restaurant industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this seems right up his alley. Um, you know, but as it turns out, that was kind of part of a ploy. Mm-hmm. Um, because Kemal winds up telling Idon like, he kind of helps her because she's like, I can't find the tea. I can't – like, she can't find, like, the simplest stuff in the house. And she even, doesn't
1: even know how to make tea.
0: No. And even Kamal like, knows where this stuff is. And so he's like, listen, I think you need to go make up with Safi. You're uh-huh. going to need him in the coming days. <laughs> and she's like, why? Like, what else could possibly be worse? Like, I'm broke. And he's like, well, my mom's coming to visit. So you're going to need the support. And she freaks out, of course. So he's like, well, go make mm-hmm. up with Safi because I can't be your Safi. Like, yeah. So – she goes off to the restaurant to try to make up with him. People are like, nobody by that name works here. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, but he does want he does walk up in the restaurant all decked out in like fancy waiter gear. Yeah. And he's like, "Follow me." And she's like, "Okay, what the heck?" like and it's actually this really lovely proposal from Kemal and it's mm-hmm. very sweet. I loved this for Kimal. I was like, I don't care about you, Adon.
1: I'm not even happy for you. You don't deserve this.
0: Yes. (laughs) I agree. I agree. It's so hard. Kimal is too good for her. I know. And
1: she doesn't deserve him.
0: It's so hard. (laughs) It's just really – it's just really hard. Like, it's just really hard to disconnect her from who she became during Uh those days that we try not to mention. Um for whatever reason, I have a harder time disconnecting from that, I Don. you know, because like I've let that Saracon go. Because if I hadn't let that Saracon go, we wouldn't even be around for this season. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but for totally. whatever reason, she was, yeah, it's just really difficult for me to forgive her character for the stunts she's pulled. So, um, yeah, but because Kemal loves her with all his heart, he has he been does. waiting. Despite her
1: selling his clothes instead, instead of instead her freaking <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like maybe that's also a contributing factor to mm-hmm. my issues of wanting her to be unhappy. <laughs> yeah, is, that, is she lately? She isn't even really treating Kemal that well. Yeah, like she's not when he first came back around. It was, it felt very like, oh, my long lost love, Mm -hmm. like, I'm so happy you're here. But then after five years, she refuses to acknowledge him. And then after, like, then they sort of break up, but then he still comes back, even Mm -hmm. though she doesn't even really grovel at all. And now ever since then, they're together and everything is fine, but... She's just still kind of a jerk to him yeah. a lot of the time. And I think that's part of what bothers me.
0: Yeah. I – yeah. I get that. Um, but Kimal is a, a handsome – a handsome dude. He is a saint. Kiraz adores him. He is the most adorable yeah. grandpa. And yeah. it would be nice – like, yeah, they're we're not going to make up for the lost years. They're ne- He and Serkan are never going to have, like, a true father-son relationship.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I do like the idea of a man sticking around in Serkan's life who he can depend on. Right. And who he can not make up for lost time, but like to be able to like to be able to witness the bond between him and Kiraz and watch that happen. Um and yeah. this new baby that's gonna be arriving. Um Well you and know, to have
1: an older man to talk mm-hmm. to and
0: play backgammon with,
1: like they yes. already seem to kind of be bonding, which is just really lovely. Like I, I am happy that 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 is happening. That they're getting married. That Kemal is going to stay in their lives mm-hmm. for for a multitude of reasons. It just happens to be that I don't think that I don't deserves it.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm yeah. happy it's happening, but um, but it also yeah. wouldn't make a a whole lot of sense if he and idon weren't together right and all this other stuff was happening so i get yeah. it it's all a big it's all it all fits the puzzle pieces together mm-hmm. um so yeah that's what winds up happening um with them we do find out that kim all did offer to help bail sarkhan out and he yeah declined which i actually like um you know i i it's good that Kemal was willing, and it's good that Serkan mm-hmm. knows that Kemal was willing. But yes. I do like that it wasn't just, okay, yeah, let me let you fix this. He's like, no, I need right. to take care of this. Um, so and I, that's
1: very Serkan, too.
0: Absolutely. To like, look,
1: I appreciate it, but I'm going to take care of this myself.
0: Yeah. So um, the rest of it, though, like – I mean, I don't – we can't really – kind of intertwining. Yeah, we can't really cover Ingen and Pearl without talking about Edda and Serkan because, like, there's right. so much of that. Um, so we can kind of pick up the opening scene. We, you know, kind of pick up where we left off. We know that Serkan has somehow saved them both. We know as the audience because we got the flashback. But as I predicted last week, he didn't actually tell Edda that. So that was just insight that we were given. Not that he told Edda. He just basically told Edda he found a way to do both. Um, Right. So Edda's like, how in the world did you do this? You know, and he's like, I, you know, I took care. I said I would take care of it. Mm -hmm. And it seems like maybe they were about to dive into that conversation. But then Kiraz runs in, of course, and kind of just hops around and wants to hang out with her mom and dad. And she, I loved this because she's talking about how. Like, did we get our money back? And he's like, well, why are you concerned about that? She's like, well, because Baba Ane is – has been crying about having no money. And so Sarah Khan is like, come here. And I love that he gives her this whole speech about basically money has nothing to do with happiness. Right. And happiness, like, what really matters, what really really makes us fulfilled and makes a person rich is, you know, that – we have a family that loves us and you know and we're doing work that fulfills us and Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing and so she sits there and thinks about it and she's like oh well then we're rich so like she Mm -hmm. recognizes like oh we have those things so then we're fine and we're rich um so i love that and then they of course drop the news to her that hey guess what you know those fairy tale castles you love so much um castles in those fairy tales and stories we tell you well mom actually is going to get to design the garden for a real one and Mm -hmm. she's of course all excited and like well can we go there and she's like yeah when it's all done maybe we can all go visit there as a family and then um she talks about, like, the kind of – they're kind of talking about the kind of job she'll have when she grows up. <laughs> and Ed is like, well, she wants to be a balloon salesman. And she's like, oh, no, I'm bored with that already. I think I'm going to be a doctor.
1: <laughs> so I can make my own sibling. <laughs> and thus begins the saga of Kira's being obsessed with getting a sibling. Yes. And that's kind of her brand for this entire yes.
0: episode. So – we head on over to Art Life and we kind of see the aftermath of what Ingen and Parole are dealing with, with Serkan having sold his shares. Um, Now, <laughs> they're just stressing because they're like, what the heck? Like, they're stressing, they're hurt, they're angry, um, you know, and um, they they're just trying to figure this out. Like, Ingen kind of loses his mind and starts like crawling on the table. <laughs> and he's like, well, that well, way when,
1: like, <laughs> and he's like pushing the chairs out from under the <laughs> table because he's like, I'm going to ruin, I'm going to ruin the the structure. I don't
0: remember the terminology yeah, he uses. Basically, but, for when Sarakon comes back, he'll, it'll yeah, be completely to make him chaotic. Crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she's like, Ingen, get it together. Like, he's not coming back. Um, but, you know, and uh, now having watched the whole thing, I'm not as upset with them as I was the first time I watched this because I was like, what the heck? Like, because they're even like at one point, I bet Edda made him do this, you know, like Mm -hmm. all this stuff where I'm like, what the heck is going on with you guys? But then when we kind of realize what it came down to, you know, at the end, when we get that Mm -hmm. whole big scene, which we'll get to, I understood their rash behavior more at the beginning of this episode. I was like, you know what? We all have emotional knee-jerk reactions to things that mm-hmm. her- that hurt us more deeply than we're, like, necessarily willing to admit in that moment. Yeah. Um, and that's what this was a case of. So they're just on the surface, you know, having this, like, tantrum, basically. Um, right. But it goes deeper than that. And I do love that we got to see that and kind of dig into that. Um
1: yeah. So well
0: and, and this is a long standing friendship. So mm-hmm. it's
1: it's understandable that they're all gonna be kind of hurt and yeah. maybe a little petty at first.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's definitely what we see at this at the start.
0: Yes. So Parole gets a call from Idon and basically also explains what went down because she at first is like, Oh, he's having his mom call us. He can't even call us himself. But that's not even what the case was. Idon had no clue what was going on. Mm-hmm. So Perole fills her in. And it just leads to more freaking out. So, Ink um, An- Inkper has shown up now at the Yolda's house, and they're kind of freaking out. And it is like, what the heck is going on? Like, right? Um. And so, um, yeah, like this is how she winds up finding out that Serkon sold his shares. Right. So she looks at Serkon and is basically like oh, uh, were you gonna tell me this? And he's like, mm-hmm. "Well, yes, we keep getting interrupted, but I was getting there." Um, and Perel's kind of going off, like, and she's like saying some yeah. mean stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're talking about how he Serkan's a robot. They're they're saying nothing new, <laughs> right? I what I liked about this scene is that Ada is like, "Yes, look, you and I are gonna talk later to him after." after they're gone and everything mm-hmm. but in front of th- this whole attack situation mm-hmm. she cl- very clearly has her husband's back and she's yep. like no no no, you can't talk about my husband that way like don't say those things about him yeah i can say those things about him and i can call him a robot but you can't call him uh uh-huh. and she's just she's defending him she's standing by her man and i really loved that because I love the picture of marriage as like a team Yes and that when – especially when you're in front of other people, you don't ever say anything bad about the other one. Right. You're always on the same team. You're always supporting each other. And then if you have issues, like you deal with it behind closed doors and right. you take care of, of those things. So I loved seeing that played out with the, with the four of them. I agree. And like, oh, okay, well, you can't attack my husband for this because – Serkan is very considerate and he wouldn't do this if it were only for his good, or he wouldn't do something like this if it were for a selfish reason. Mm -hmm. And she's just defending him, defending him, defending him. And that's with accurate facts,
0: too. It's not like she's just saying stuff that's like, okay, you're just defending your husband, but this isn't even true. Like these are all very true things.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So because of this, you know, and Per is still really upset at the situation Mm -hmm. and uh now edda is irritated because they're offending her and her husband and they're going after them so it starts really um the main conflict between the four of them for this entire episode where they're not really talking to each other the kids end up are being in league and it's really cute because they trick them, and they mm-hmm. they both are like, I want a burger, I want a burger, <laughs> because they know their parents are fighting. Yes. Um, and they push them together, but it's all, a lot of this push-pull, mm-hmm. a lot of passive-aggressive comments between the four of them about not trusting people to take care of your own jobs right. and your own responsibilities, or, um, you know, doing, not doing things for selfish reasons, and <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. all of all this back and forth the whole episode. Yeah. And you really see kind of the that's like the main conflict with all of them.
0: Yeah. And you know, y- yes, there was pettiness and dramatics, but you know, it did feel realistic for such a giant bomb being dropped, you know. Mm-hmm. Um so they kind of wind up they they would do wind up leaving um the house and Serkan finishes explaining everything, and Edda basically feels bad. She's like, I feel bad that you did all of this for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I loved this because he told her, listen, like, I've gotten to fulfill just about all of my dreams. You mm-hmm. put all your dreams on hold for me while I was sick. Like, it's mm-hmm. your time to shine. I want to do this for you. Yeah. I want to see your dreams come true. And I just – i loved that you know because again like marriage is a give and take and you know Mm -hmm. and it's it's not it's not a tit for tat kind of a thing but you know i just love the acknowledgement of like hey i see what you did for me and like i want to do the same for you now this isn't a Mm -hmm. matter of like this isn't something he's going to resent her for this isn't it's nothing like that um so I just, I love that little moment between them. Um, yeah. But, you know, he does explain that his mood is a little bit soured after Ingen and Peril came and, like, rained all over that parade. And mm-hmm. we get our first little, he's so flirty. And he's like, you know, but you can fix my mood easily. And, <laughs> uh, you know, they're about to kiss and maybe move into the house. Who knows? <laughs> but then Kiraz shows up. And we got a really cute moment between them because she starts yeah. talking about Little Red Riding Hood, and Khan just totally like plays it out with her, and mm-hmm. um, it's oh my gosh, they are just they're so stinking cute, and he's like yes, and um, uh, he says something about like how he's gonna eat her like the wolf does, and like mm-hmm. some of those giggles sounded very real, like not like they sounded very much like Maya giggles, like from I'm sure you they know. Were. Yeah. Not not scripted kind of a thing. Um, so it's really cute. And Edda basically is like, Do you know that you um have one of the you know, your dad is just she basically compliments him in front of Kiraz, you know, like you have the best dad in the world. Um, and then she explains, Kira's explains that she has homework mm-hmm. from class and that she needs to video record like a QA. Um, and so sarakhan's like listen i'll invite the whole family i'll even call kim all mm-hmm. and we'll have everybody over for dinner tonight and you can do your questions and answers and it is like i'm really curious i bet i bet your questions are going to be about outer space because you know that's where Sarcon was for all these years yeah and um and i thought that was really cute and she's like, "Well, can John come?" And Sarah Khan, they kind of side they kind of sideswipe that conversation because, of course, they're not going to invite An and Pearl right now, and right, um, you know, because of everything going on. so um, we switch over to a very tired John at art life while his parents are scrambling to finish these documents and files and
1: Yeah, everything seems to have sort of fallen apart after Serkan left Art Life. And it makes sense because he wasn't just a silent partner. Mm -hmm. He did a lot of the work. He was one of the main contacts with uh, a lot of their clients. A lot of their clients signed up with Art Life because they probably wanted his expertise as an architect. So they've got all these kind of ongoing projects. And now Engen and Perot are stuck trying to do it all themselves right. without the extra help of Sercon that they had previously had. So sure financially they're they're good now, right? You know, in all in theory, but um, when it comes to the actual projects they're having to get through all this stuff they've got these deadlines coming up there's stuff that the clients want to see specifically from sercon mm-hmm. and they're trying to leverage that because of the fact that he's not there anymore yeah so they're kind of drowning in all of this and yeah. they're both be having to be there so little john has to go to sleep on a chair <laughs> it's really yeah. funny though
0: did you notice too his drawing it's like a cherry tree i thought that Aww. was so i didn't cute. even notice that that's really cute uh uh-huh. but yeah like Ingen's like listen my parents <laughs> my <laughs> Zuzu has thoughts um my parents used to do this at weddings all the time for me when I'd get tired they'd push together all these chairs and make a bed he kind of makes it like a fun um he kind of makes it like a fun thing like um you know like here let's make you your own little fort you can sleep in yes. and um you know because we poor- make the best of it for poor yeah because poor kid is tired yeah. So they get him all tucked away, and they continue. They're just kind of grumbling about more Serkon and stuff, and, um, you know, it, it's um, it's chaos. Airdem winds up showing up too, I believe, at some point. Yeah. With he brings soup. him
1: soup, but he's just annoying, and he makes a comment like he has been talking to Sercon. And then Angie gets all up in his face and he's like, did you talk to Serkon?" <laughs> he's like, no. And, <laughs> and he ends up shoving bread in his mouth and telling him to go away. Because Erdem's like
0: slamming his hands on the table. And he keeps and, almost waking John up. Well, And, and it's funny because yeah. they're talking about all this chaos and Erdem says, and it's funny because I'm like, this is a callback. Because Serkon says this exact same thing to Edda in episode 12 when they're driving home from the broken up wedding. Is that I like chaos. It makes you stronger. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and Erdem does say that. Like, he does. Yeah, later and, on. Uh huh. Oh, it is. It's later on. It's not. It's not that same night. No. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was this. Um, okay. Well, we'll get there. I guess when we get there. Um, so I mean, it's a. It's not a huge thing. No, but I just was like I. But I part of me was like, was he trying to plant a seed? Because I'm I'm always looking at him from the viewpoint of, like, what's his angle, you know? Like, what's he trying to help make happen but still appear to be, like, this, quote, dumb, useless person? Um, And so I was kind of like, was he trying to plant a seed in them for, like, what inevitably came about? Um, You know, because really when we get to the final scene, all the chaos did lead to something that's going to strengthen them. So –
1: yeah, um, because he is that the only scene with him doing that? Um, because he he does seem to he does seem to be doing that, it does seem to be mm-hmm. him s- sort of putting things into place. Um, because he makes that comment <clears throat> about chaos, and then they're Engen and Pearl are just like, Well, what does that even mean? Like, why are mm-hmm. you saying that? And he's like – and he says, I don't know. I decided to say something smart. Should I explain the meaning to you? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I have to do everything myself. No, I'm just going to speak up and leave. <laughs> and <then laughs> but they're just irritated because well, right. they're drowning in work. Right. And then later on, when Ada when picks up Kira's from school, mm-hmm. this is a couple days later, mm-hmm. and she – tells Edda that John wasn't at school and she really misses him mm-hmm. and so Edda is like I'm not going to let our problems affect you and your friendship it has nothing to do with you guys so I'll take you to find John so you can see your buddy and she ends up at Art Life mm-hmm. when she comes in because she shoes Kiraz away and her and John obviously go to play in the kindergarten right but when she comes in uh Erdem is right there, mm-hmm. and he oh, yeah. is the one to greet her, and he's like, Art Life without Serconbola is just not the same. Art Life without Serconbola is like lemonade without the lemon. It's like sea meat without the sesame seeds. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it does seem to be sort of leading into maybe sparking an idea for mm-hmm. Eda in that moment, because that's the scene where she ends up talking, or no, I'm sorry, it's the next day, but yeah, I, I, it does I think kind you're of right. put that spark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right that he's planting seeds in these different seeds uh, scenes. Wow, <laughs> see, we're tripping he's over planting our <laughs> seeds in these different scenes. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, to lead to the end result.
0: Yeah. So I don't think you're wrong in okay. suspecting that. Yeah, he, that I was just was like, that. I was like that that is a very specific thing that Sircon has said. so yeah. um so yeah. so we you know, we get to the dinner time uh, right. video Q&A <laughs> and you know, it <laughs> well, and circon
1: telling everybody because it starts with circon telling everybody his new
0: job. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So first he's like, I brought you yeah. all here tonight to tell you uh, about, yeah. you know, yeah, and he kind of explains that he's left architecture because he sold his shares all this stuff and people try to be encouraging Mm -hmm. and they're like well you can ed does you know and i get what she's saying because she's like well you can't just sit still like you'll probably start a new business and he's like start a new business no like i just left the stress of like running a business i'm not gonna do Mm -hmm. that again but then they kind of all come up with these silly ideas for businesses he can run and you know um and Edda basically what it boils down to for her she's like I'll support you in whatever you do like you'll be great and he's like well I'm glad you said that because I actually did already settle on something yeah um yeah. and you know he's like as you know I've been asked for years by universities like the one you went to mm-hmm. to like take on teaching so i kind of loved this because it's not really him leaving architecture it's him doing it in a different way he's going to teach the future generations Yeah. How to be good architects. Um, So, of course, though, people are like, you're going to be a teacher. Like, that's kind of met with congratulations and a little bit of hesitancy. Yeah, skepticism. That's, yes. Yeah. Um, So, you know, uh, it's, yeah, it's just, we're not really sure what to expect. Edda, when it comes down to it, is like, I support you. um, Right. Which is important.
1: She's just a little worried he's going to treat the students like he's their boss yeah. and maybe be a little not cruel because I don't know that she could say Sarkon was ever cruel, but he's pretty exacting as far as his nature as a mm-hmm. boss. So it is a little bit like are you sure this is what you want to do? <laughs> yeah. You know, being a teacher may not be right in your wheelhouse. Maybe you should just start mm-hmm. a new company. Architecture is what you love in life, but he's determined and yeah. he's already accepted a job that he starts the very next day as yes. well. Yes. Um so yeah, in in the end it is like no, I I support you right. if you want to do this, then you should then do you it. Then you should. Yeah. Yeah
0: so and then we get to kira's uh, then we get to kira's mm-hmm. and so she's like okay I, it's time for my questions and so Safi's the one who starts recording right and he's like mm-hmm. he's like okay i'm recording like ask your questions <laughs> and of course she's like how are babies made <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and we get this whole little we get a quick little montage of Idan says a store that stork brings babies, uh-huh. and Kiras is like, Grandma, I wasn't born yesterday. I know that's not true. Uh-huh. And then we get a little musical thing where people, other people are clearly saying things, but we can't hear what they're saying. Right. And it's- then it's the parents' turn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't you love? Because I love that Kimal says something like, well, I'm not the person to ask because I barely found out I have a son. I've had a son for 35 years. <laughs> yeah. And Aidan's like, well, you still remember how that happened, though, right? And then Serkan is like, mom, that's a visual I never needed. Like, <laughs> so good. So good. But yeah, you're right. Like, they each all start to try to explain. And Serkan actually does the best job, even though it's still. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, yeah. you see, and he starts explaining about eggs needing to meet each other and match up from the mom and dad and like you know none of this is really incorrect right, um right but he's also not she's
1: like well why don't they just match up whenever and he's yeah like, well they have to decide that they <laughs> want the eggs
0: to match up well then like he talks about how like you know when it happens when that you love each other which mm. i'm like well that's not actually true but <laughs> for a five-year-old i get it um yeah and so she's like Wait a minute, so you guys don't love each other? And he's like, wait, where did that come from? And it is like SirCon because she doesn't have a brother. And you just explain. He's like, oh crap. Like and that's when I think you're like, well, they have to match up too. And they have to decide
1: the- that they wanted to, to yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, and she's like, so eggs like chickens? And he's like, well, no, not those kinds of eggs. Not like from mm-hmm. chicken. Like, it's just <laughs> it's just chaos and it's funny. Um mm-hmm.
1: So and, later on, um, because yeah, that's basically the answer she gets. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and he's then, like, "Do you get it?" And she's like, "No." And they're like, I "Well, know. anyways, like,
1: yeah, like, <laughs> that's all you're getting from <laughs> us." So, <laughs> <laughs> so that night it's bedtime mm-hmm. with uh, Ed, Sarah, and Kiraz, and they're reading Hansel and Gretel. And <laughs> Kiraz is like, "Oh, um, she." She basically admits that she wanted to hear that story because they're siblings uh-huh. and she wanted to hear a, about a pair of siblings. And Khan is like, oh, so that's why you want it. He's like, what is this fixation mm-hmm. with siblings? What the heck is happening here? Um, So she's just obsessed. Yeah, and she's laying up- it on thickly. Yeah, yeah. They distract her by talking about what she would want to make the Hansel and Gretel house out of, the witch's house mm-hmm. out of, if she could. You know, she says something about making the roof out of chocolate. They talk about that, and then they distract her, and she goes to bed. And then we get Khan. He's preparing for his first day mm-hmm. as Oretman, mm-hmm. and um, Edda is kind of giving him advice, and we get a little more about her her worries for him. Yeah. Because um, he's planning on going full in with a suit, being very professional. And she's kind of telling him, you know, maybe tone it down a little. You don't have to be quite so professional. Mm-hmm. You can dress a little more casually, perhaps. Um, she gives him these funny blue light
0: blocking glasses. <laughs> Poor guy. This this stems the whole idea that she's trying to morph and change him. Um. You know, because she's like, well, you're going to be on your laptop all day a lot. They're Yeah, they're blue light blocking, like you said. But he just sees it as like, oh, no, oh, you want me to turn into like some nerdy <laughs> professor fantasy type right. thing. And it kind of starts stemming these – this concern, which honestly, it makes sense for who Khan is because it starts this whole thing of like, well, you know, she fell in love with like businessman Serkan who owns and runs mm-hmm. this big company, successful, blah, blah, blah. Art life oh, Sercon, right, and so he's kind of like I, I think she's gonna she's bored of like she's gonna get bored of me now, mm-hmm. um you know, and this kind of starts that, and she tries to explain that that's not the case. I just want you to be relatable, and then he kind of takes offense like I know how to interact with humans, basically, <laughs> you know <laughs> like and um, you know, and so she she also starts to I think a little bit try to talk about um um his demeanor and all this stuff. And yeah, he basically is like, I know how to do this. Like, and now I need to go pick out a whole different outfit because like you got me all like <laughs> flustered with this. Um, and she's like, Well, I will help you. And he's like, no, no, thank you. Like, yeah. Um, and you know, we get to the very next day and it's not a flop, but you know, he doesn't really have great engagement with his students. He's realizing they really don't know a whole lot. He's asking simple questions that they're, like, they know half answers to, Mm -hmm. but they're all very curious about the car he drives and the private planes he owns and all this stuff. And he does rightfully say, like, listen, you guys are asking the wrong questions. Like, you need to learn these very simple basics, and then, yeah, maybe you can build up to a life where you have things like fancy cars and jets and all this stuff, but, like, you're not going to get there. That doesn't matter right now if you can't even tell me. You know, he asks a simple question about cement, I think, like, and they can't yeah. even answer it. So, you know, he's like, let's take a break. We need to get back to the mm-hmm. basics. Take a 25-minute break. Do what you got to do. Re-energize. And let's regroup and meet back here.
2: Mm-hmm. So on
0: that break, he's chatting with Edda mm-hmm. And he's venting about all this stuff. Well, Etta's like, ha- is like asleep. Yeah. <laughs> like at the table, like in her hands. Right. Which only
1: further feeds into the thought that she's getting bored of him, Mm -hmm. that she
0: doesn't like this new Serkan who's a professor. Yes. And he's like, I see you've already lost interest in me now that I'm a Mm -hmm. professor. And I do like that she's like, wait, 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 listen. On the day that I'm not interested in you, my heart will stop beating. Like, like, let's make that clear. And he's kind of like, oh, well, if you want, let's go home quickly. (laughs) This is this is the episode. <laughs> Playful Sercon destroyer of ovaries really like well that takes a nice and, run. And lead. what
1: I said is because over and over. <laughs> poor Serecon gets his Ferrero Rochers frozen. Yes, he does. Time after time. He's like, hey wife, come here. And then it's like, no, you have to go back to class. We don't have time for a quickie. Or like, they go home oh after gosh. going to the club and, and then their daughter is running around like a mad woman because she's had nine ice creams. Frozen again. Frozen Ferrero Rochers for Serecon.
0: <laughs> poor guy. And he's been so celibate for five years, right? I mean, no wonder no wonder Ada winds up pregnant see, by the end I'll, of this episode. Yes, yes.
1: we because
0: for as many times as yeah, his for, bullets yeah, i was gonna say for as <laughs> <this> many times
1: <laughs> <laughs> bullets. Listen, Listen, those things are, have got to be strong. I know because who knows how <laughs> much opportunity they have even okay, had.
0: Number one, <laughs> number one, for as many times as as we've seen them frozen. We have plenty of implication that they were yes got it on number two. <laughs> listen, he are like he had. He's not even really supposed to be able to have kids, mm. so like he's got some some strong sperm. Like yeah, his little sperm. swimmers are like just they got like little hammers, and they <laughs> they are they're bullet bullets. So. Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna find their way i mean bolot what means steel right so (laughs) just saying how's that for symbolism y'all oh that's
1: hilarious it was meant to be he was meant to impregnate her at some point
0: absolutely so (laughs) but this is not one of those times so he, she – you're right, like she said. Like you said, she's like, you need to get back to class. This is not going to be a first – a great first impression. <laughs> um, and he's like, it doesn't matter. They won't even notice. They don't care. And she's like, no. And I love this because she's like, listen, you just need to show them your passion for architecture. Yeah. It's going to be infectious. Like, if you can share them that – and then she gives him an example. She's like, like that house you showed me – and we get a flashback to the doctor house, you guys. And listen, I have a feeling because of either budget or location availability and all that, I don't think we're going to get the doctor house like being their final residence. Sure. So I think this was a way to try to give a good callback to that um, mm-hmm. without us being able to get it because um, I know in the fragment, like we see he's obviously been preparing something for her but unless they're going to pass it off as like he completely redid that doctor house it's they're clearly right. not the same house um right but i do love that we got this nod back to it because that was yeah. such a really important scene so we do get the flashback to episode 11 yeah when he shows her the doctor house and you know it gives him kind of a renewed sense of like okay like he kind of knows what he's going to do when he gets back into class so mm-hmm. um we uh he kind of changes his approach when he's back in class he starts to share his passion and he explains like putting your soul into it all this stuff right all and the very Circon stuff and why what made him such a great architect absolutely and he talks about wanting to talk about his favorite architect Mimar Sinan mm-hmm. and mimar means architect so it's just architect Sinan and um just a quick little overview on who he is um, he is known as the Grand Architect, and okay. was the ch- and was the chief Ottoman architect and civil engineer for Sultans Suleiman the Magnificent, the Magnificent Selim the Second, and Murad the Third. He was responsible for the construction of more than three hundred major structures and other mod other more modest projects such as schools. Um, and then a lot of his apprentices would go on to later design things like the Sultan Ahmad Mosque in Istanbul or. The starry most in Mostar, I think is how you say that. Um, and this was way back in like the 1500s. So, oh wow, yeah, um, probably one of the first known like architects, um, okay. in Turkey. So, um, I just thought since he mentioned him, I thought we could give like a tiny little history lesson on him. So we get a sure. montage basically, and class is going great because mm-hmm. they're learning, they're engaging. So he gives them an assignment, and. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the assignment was, but basically like to he research wants them, something, right? He
1: wants them to show – he's like, okay, who figure out who your favorite architect is mm. and then research them and then send it to me. So it's, it's really just um, adding on to his whole idea of, hey, here's my favorite architect. Mm-hmm. Now it's your turn. Your homework is to research your favorite architect and then share those projects with me. Yes. So one of the students is like, Hey, that's really cool, but can I turn that in late? Because I'm a DJ and I have a, a
0: job tonight. <laughs> and then they invite him. He's like, the class is invited, you're invited too. Like Um, and wants and him to come The fact to his... that he
1: accepts I thought was really cute. Yes. Because I'm like, old Sarah Khan never would have done no. that. He would have been like, Yeah, okay, in your dreams, kid. There's no uh-huh. way I'm doing that. He but he listens to he, his wife's advice. He totally does. Um, so he's like, okay, sure, sure, I'll come, no mm-hmm. problem. And they get all excited, and then that kind of sets up the the date for that night. Um yes.
0: So you already kind of touched on the hamburger thing. Um, so we don't really need right. to get into that, you know, because John and Kira's kind of had their little eye conversation and right. set this whole thing up. It doesn't really do much. It just kind of causes them to bicker more. Um, but wow. we do see that Edda ordered like a third plate of something. <laughs> yes. And Serkan's like, this is your third one. And she's like, leave me alone. <laughs> um,
1: she's
0: because like, we see so that a couple what? times. I'm hungry. <laughs> yep. So like, yeah, you know, she's tired a lot. She's eating a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And so – you know it doesn't go so well for the parents the kids are thrilled that they got to see each other but you know it's there's some more double talk to um right you yeah. know that happens about catch up and doing things halfway and for yourself and all of that yeah. um so you know it, it it's not a very fruitful outing um no but i just love that john and Kiraz have their own little language of just like looking a certain way at each other and they like hatched this whole hamburger plan with I just know. a few looks of their eyes
1: <laughs> i know i it was so funny too because when engen and pearl show up and freaking sarcon <laughs> because john walks up and he's like oh john i guess you like to eat burgers too like Kiraz. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> and then yeah like, yeah and he sticks his little tongue uh-huh. out of <laughs> <laughs> it
0: like- Bro, he's fine. I cannot <laughs> wax poetic enough about these children. They I don't know if this is um little Ahmed's first acting job like it is Maya's, but either way, they're both young. And oh they gosh. are just doing such <laughs> incredible jobs. Like it's so funny. They are oh so gosh. funny. Um so you know, we we wind up at this party. So Ed Sarah arrives. Ed is looking all hot in her blue dress. And they get out of the car. And <laughs> listen, I wrote, I actually posted a picture with this caption. I posted a little four sequence of the things that are said.
1: Uh-huh. And then
0: I wrote, Ovaries Gite, ama a spicy Serkan Burada. Because listen, listen, <laughs> they well, get out. If we want to
1: talk about steel. Let's talk about how Ada has ovaries of steel. Yes, to rebuff.
0: I his, know. His ever. What in the world? I would have been like, <laughs> screw this party. Let's get back I was in the half car. Expecting them to get back in the car and leave. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> because they get out, he tells her exactly just how beautiful she looks and all this, uh-huh. and how gorgeous her dress is, and she, you know, she's like. Stop it, you know. And he's like, "No, you and that dress deserve to be spoiled." And she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, really? Do we?" And he's like, "Yeah. As a matter of fact, like your your dress told me something." And she's like, "Oh, did it?" And he, she's like, "And what did it say?" And he says that it doesn't want to stay on you very long. And I was <laughs> like, <"Who?" laughs> Now, honestly, I love scenes like this. More yes. than what it actually leads to. Because, mm-hmm. like, just to see that sp- spicy, fiery, flirty passion between that, like, I yep. – In just, all its glory. In all its glory. Like, mm-hmm. that is not what I expected to come out of this man's mouth. Like, yeah. I, I should have expected it considering the last few episodes. he Any chance he gets, he's like, kiss me. <laughs> let's go upstairs let's go to bed like okay but (laughs) we can stay
1: in the hotel
0: we yeah. (laughs) so my gosh i stinking loved that scene but like you said ovaries of steel because she's like okay we have a party to get to so like dial it down sir (laughs) and then they just walk in (laughs) and they walk in now i'm guessing for covid and all of that that's why we didn't get like An actual party scene because it would have been like five people in there and it would have looked looked very sad. So basically, we get them leaving. Uh huh, um,
1: and then they, but they get, they're they, just kind of making comments about how bad the music yeah. was and how they're all the crowd must have been just jumping up and down constantly because uh-huh. they stepped
0: on their toes. Yeah. They're <laughs> so just a couple of cute. old married people. It's really funny.
1: Yeah, it was it was cute. I I feel like that would be very reminiscent of us with our spouses trying to go oh. to some sort of mm-hmm. club thing mm-hmm. with a uh, younger Absolutely. and being like, oh, yeah, hello, fellow kids. like
0: <laughs> <laughs> For real. So they get home, they're in the kitchen and we get more spicy Serkan because he's like, well, now you're going to see how young Serkan Bolat is. Get upstairs.
1: <laughs> Except <I'm> like- <laughs> no, because Kiraz comes running
0: in like <laughs> Bolat bullet I'm blocker. Running, so, yeah, she's hopping around, and this is where we kind of talked about – we touched on this, too. Like, she's just all mm-hmm. hyper on ice cream. Edda can tell specifically what the heck's going on. Yeah. She's like, Milo, get down here. And she's mm-hmm. like – she knows that she fed her a bunch of sugar, all this stuff. And – um. but when she and Barack come down, Serkan's like, where were you two and alone? Like, Ugh. I just love the big brother <laughs> – <laughs> it's anyways this whole thing turns into chaos because they're trying to explain while keeping Kira's quiet they end up just booking it out of there and sercon's yeah. like they're super weird they're never watching our child again
1: <laughs> she's like well let's go wrangle
0: <laughs> this kangaroo and get her to bed so yeah so the next uh, morning
1: yeah. or the next day at some point we get Sir Khan and he's looking over all the homework mm-hmm. and it's just terrible. He is <laughs> disappointed with every last assignment that he's getting from the shocking. These kids. Shocking. And he's just venting to Edda. He's like, I can't believe this. This is all garbage. This is rubbish. This is rubbish too. You know, you try to help these kids and they just don't understand. And he turns around and Edda <laughs> is asleep again. So he's into like, his well, core complex. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, I bored you. And he kind of
0: stomps off and goes outside. <laughs> and she's <laughs> you're like, work. it's a human condition to be tired. Jeez. But yeah, he's like, I'm going to go sit in the garden and do it. So he's yeah. continually, like, just ripping these to shreds literally and figuratively.
1: Yeah, he ends up grabbing a couple and he just rips them in half, which we know is a very Saracon mm-hmm. move but Kiraz comes walking up Love and she this. is like hey what are you doing like what what are you what are you doing baba and mm-hmm. he's like oh i'm looking at this trash like <laughs> these these this homework that i'm looking at is just mm-hmm. really bad and she's like oh thank god you're not my teacher and it's really cute because you get the whole kind of wisdom of children with the scene yeah and She's like, oh, thank God you're not my teacher. And he kind of – that shakes him Mm -hmm. a little and he asks her, why do you say that? And then she just explains, well, if my teacher ever did that to one of my homework assignments, I would feel really bad. And then she explains Mm -hmm. um, that one time she did turn in a really bad homework and it was all wrong. But her teacher didn't rip it up. What he did is he told her, you can do better. I believe in you. And then later on, when she tried again, she did such a good job that the teacher put her homework up on the board as an example. So it was really cute because she's kind of showing him how a teacher should act Uh (laughs) when he has never really had that experience before. And she's sort of giving him a little more of an empathetic view of the whole situation and like... If my teacher did that to me, I would feel really awful. Yeah. So he's like, you know, I think you're right. Why don't you go get – why don't you help me? Do you think we should glue these back together? And she's like, yeah. So she runs off to get tape. And it's really cute.
0: It's really cute. And I love how Edo is just kind of watching from inside for a little bit mm-hmm. and just like observing them. And then she does wind up coming out and helping. Um, but I, I just love that because she's just looking at them so adoringly. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when Kira's is going for that tape – um, she kind of even shows her admiration for Khan's job. Like, listen, I'm not bored of you. That's not what this mm-hmm. is. She's like, and honestly, I admire so much what you're doing. Like, I want to come sit in on one of your classes. Yeah. And of course, he's like, oh, you do, do you? Nudge, nudge, <laughs> wink, wink. That would be super distracting. But he also is, like, not discouraging it. Um, And, you know, I loved this because even though like spoiler alert she winds up fall- forgetting cuz now yeah. she's forgetful too. <laughs> yeah. Um she does show up though for the tea that they're all at afterwards. So yes. what I really liked is that this felt like a full circle moment of we first meet him because he's a guest at in class at the university she was wanted that she was attending but
2: mm-hmm. couldn't
0: finish. Um yeah because of the scholarship but now she's the guest at the university in one of his classes like i just i really liked that um so you know professor sercon winds up having a really great class with all Mm -hmm. of his students he tells them that edda will be coming and they're all excited because they're like oh famous landscape architect edda yildiz like he's like well yeah, (laughs) yeah she's my wife and he's all proud and they have such a good class by the time it's over they're like they're all happy but then they're like oh edda never even came and he's like oh she must have had a meeting or something that ran long like he kind of makes an excuse right um but they're like well we still want to keep going like will you have chai with us after Mm -hmm. and he accepts which i thought was cool well he calls edda to be like hey did you forget something you were supposed to do for me and she's like no (laughs) and then she's like oh my gosh like she feels horrible, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she she winds up. She He doesn't know this, but he's like, well, I'm going to go because they're waiting for me. I accepted an invitation to go have tea with them. And she's like – her heart's mm-hmm. all warm and gooey at that. So she gets ready anyways and surprises them all by yeah. showing up um, for chai with them. Um, and Khan's super weird about the tea. <laughs> like, I know. It's so funny. Well, because
1: she shows up and she's he's like, what are you doing here? She's like – uh you wanted me to come so i'm here and he's like no but what are you doing here Mm -hmm. and she says will you forgive your stupid wife and this was so cute because he's like you can't call my beautiful wife stupid
0: i that is probably like my favorite moment between the two of them in this episode it was really
1: really sweet
0: i loved that like yeah ah, i loved that anyways
1: so yeah he's all weird because
0: the I think he sees fingerprints
1: yes, on the cups. Yeah, Willa clarified
0: <laughs> this. Like the whole thing is basically him just like I think it goes back to his whole weirdness with like ma- like Mahale restaurants and things sure. like that. Like because, yeah, he sees fingerprints, and he's like, this glass probably hasn't been washed in, like, a thousand years. Right. Like, like,
1: and it is like, you don't have to drink uh-huh. it if you don't want to. Don't worry. <laughs> he ends up shoving it to her, too. Like, here, you can have my chai. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he makes a comment about getting dysentery later.
2: It <laughs> was <always> hilarious. <laughs> <He's> so dramatic.
0: <laughs> but I love it. So they have a really lovely time at chai. Um, mm-hmm. But they do wind up, they ask how they met, and Ed is like, well, because he's like, well, should you tell the story or should I? And she's like, well, <laughs> I had a scholarship from his company, and let's just leave it at that, like, because obviously we all know what unfolded after that. Right. So that kind of spurs them to be like, oh, my gosh, your company gives out scholarships? Like, that's mm-hmm. amazing. Would I be eligible for one? All this stuff. And he's like, well, we're not giving any more out right now, but like, maybe next year, blah, blah, blah. Right. Well, after the students all leave, Edda kind of calls him out, like, Hey, mm-hmm. why didn't you just tell them you're not associated with art life anymore? Um Right. And of course he takes us the wrong way, thinking again, she's trying to push him back into being like art life's arcan mm-hmm. She is just more like, No, I just want you to think about really like like what your passion is. Like, I think this is more of an issue you're struggling with than I am. Yeah. Um, and you I just want you to think about this. Yeah. Um, and you know, it was good advice. So mm-hmm. you know, um, we we kind of touched on the whole air Dem thing that happens next with that quote. Um Right. But we do find out too in this Ingper scene, they have they have to choose between two projects. There's no way to finish both of them by tomorrow. That's right. And now they need to choose which client they're actually gonna focus on because they're gonna lose one of them because they don't have mm-hmm. enough manpower and, and sources, resources to do both. So Yeah. So um, this is
1: when uh, Edda ends up taking Kira's into art life so she can see John.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: she actually gets pretty upset seeing how stressed out they are. And she's like, look, seriously, is there something I can do? Is yeah. there a way that I can help you guys? I know this was all sudden and you got all this dumped in your laps without any notice. So, like, seriously, how can I help? Um, but Pearl is just staying stubborn, and she's like, everything's great. We can handle whatever we have to do. Meanwhile, Angen is like, has Sarah Kahn asked about me? <laughs> <laughs> Which I love. I saw, I saw a, a bit ago – Somebody on Twitter posted, I think, a thread of all the times Engin was more affectionate towards Serkan than anybody else. Uh-huh. Like, like Engin loving Serkan more than he loves his own wife. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I just love. I love their little bromance. I love well, that is all irritated at him. Did like,
0: you know she calls it, listen, Engin, we have bigger problems than your romantic friendship? Yeah. And I was like, that is such a good term. Like, <laughs> Uh-huh. Hilarious. So, yeah, he's like –
1: He's like, look, just just ask ask if he misses me, but don't tell anybody.
0: Oh, I <laughs> like, know so, it's it's so funny, and I think they also point out at one point, like, yeah, we've we've got these two, we've got it under control. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if they say this to her or to themselves, but basically, like, if Serkan were here, basically, we would just get it, like, we'd just get our shit together, basically, and like, yeah. somehow like knock these both did. out, right, right. Right. and so but that's not what's gonna happen so right. we kind of touched on this next scene with Kemal and Serkan a little bit him checking on him they he kind of ex- confesses his insecurities about Edda and Kemal's like that doesn't really sound like her right. but then he also confesses his stuff with Idon's nitpicking and stuff and Serkan kind of laughs so like yeah welcome to everybody's life because that's right. how she is with everyone and they kind of wind up playing backgammon together and having a little bonding time which is good mm-hmm. so um you know it Edda's wheels are turning, and so she's kind of relaying all this stuff to Sircon when they're on the couch later that evening um and she is like, "Listen, like I know you're gone from there, but maybe you could just help them this once, you know, like just at least during this transition while they're figuring things out, like maybe you could help with this project so that they can focus on that one kind of a thing and um, you know, at first Sercon is like, no, because I'm not a part of that anymore. And I get that because right. it's like he can't, he can't be a part of that and them depending on him as a crutch. But she also points out like, this is still very brand new, like at least help them bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of mulling around. Um, and meanwhile, she's stress eating or so she thinks. And he's yeah. like, do you want more salad? Because that's your fourth <laughs> one. And she's like, leave me alone. I'm stress eating, okay? And he's like, he's like, listen, th- okay, that's fine. Like, I will love you no matter what. Like, this he like makes a comment about like, even like Like, a, like your weight doesn't matter even if they have to take you out yeah. by a crane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which on one hand, I'm like- Okay, yes, I appreciate that sentiment, <laughs> but at the same time, the very wrong thing to say to your wife is she's, like, shoveling food in her
1: <laughs> Well, and Anna's now. like, fine, I'm not going to finish it then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh, that felt like such a realistic <laughs> marriage moment, though, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I love it. So, <laughs> then, but yeah, he just winds up, like, kissing and tickling her, and it's it's cute and giggly, and then we fade out. Yeah. So. I do well, want to mention this next little scene even though we've kind of already talked like kind of already summarized Eidon because this was oh. so iconic when Safi like oh, she when comes he ignored in, her and he puts the earplugs in <laughs> and basically is like this is how I hear you now like I just thought that was so iconic <laughs> It was it hilarious. Was, it definitely was worth mentioning. So he's like, "Oh, well, sorry,
1: you, you're giving me half salary. I'll give you half of my hearing then. I'll uh-huh. take one of these one out. Of these
0: out. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, so anyways, so now we get some spicy Eda because he's work because Eric's working on his laptop. <laughs>
1: he's working, and his wife comes in because she's already had her chat with Melo. Melo's gone home. Kiraz is in bed, and Ada comes in, and she's like. Hey, guess who's alone now? <laughs> <laughs> and he's hyper focused. Yeah. And she's like, uh, cause he's he's like, Eda, I'm working. Like, I'll give me a little bit more time. I'll be done mm-hmm. with this really quickly. And she kind of leans on his shoulder and she's like, Oh, if only I were a computer. <laughs> like, why do you say that? <laughs> she's like, Well, because it has your full attention and your hands are on it. And then he is like, oh, oh. excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Edda. Oh he's like, Edda, you're the most beautiful girl in the world. Have I told you this before? And they're all sno- snoogled up together. Oh, my She's got her head on gosh. his shoulder.
0: The way he's like, I know, like, I can identify you or I know you're mine. Gosh, I should have, I should have saved this scene better. But, like – though he's like saying all these cute little things about how like he recognizes that she's his kind of a thing by her nose and her the marks on her nose and her lips and he's like doing these little like bite kisses like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh it's it's just so like sweet and innocent but like not innocent right like it's I loved yeah. I loved it. I just love that kind of intimacy. Like I I was
1: going to say it's those little those little familiar intimacies and yeah. now they're married and it's like they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. and they it's seeing kind of the fruition of their relationship. Obviously, you know, they they were together before they got married. Absolutely. But yeah. There there does seem to be this sort of additional level yeah. of their relationship mm-hmm. after them getting married. Um, who knows if that happens with everybody, but like for yeah. them specifically, it it's just nice to see their like wedded bliss yeah. and how familiar they are with each other and to yeah, see these these little cute and intimacies
0: yes so but of course after that she's like but you have work to do so i'll see you later and he's like whoa 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 (laughs) this room just heated up to 40 degrees which is by the way 104 degrees fahrenheit for us americans (laughs) and he's like uh, and you're just going to leave me like this? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, yep. well, at least let me stock up on your scent so I can finish. And he wants to like wolf sniff her, but she's like, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: she evades him and then sneaks
0: off. Mm-hmm. Smart woman. Leave him yep. wanting more. So... um the next morning, Kiraz is still begging for a sibling while she and Serkan yeah. are making breakfast. She's talking about how she's the only person in class without a sibling. And he's like, well, I know that's a lie because you're in class with John and he doesn't have a sibling. Okay. Um, did
1: you notice this?
0: Yes. It's just – <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm not going to bring it up because it doesn't actually make sense. But uh um, Because doesn't she's like, well, he's the youngest Pearl, in class.
1: Yeah. But Pearl is like – what did Pearl have like an elephant's gestation or something? Yeah. Like why <laughs> – why? <laughs> she was pregnant
0: during the thirties, way
1: well, before. She Edda. was
0: pregnant since episode thirty. That's when well, they announced and, like, it. You,
1: you can so, you can drag that out to sure some extent,
0: right? Because like, it's only been a, like <laughs> like like Virgin River. Oh my gosh, pregnant forever, <laughs> and but, she's not even showing, and she's pregnant <laughs> with twins. With twins, but what the a, heck? Yeah, so.
1: So I guess it's the same for Pearl. She just has ha- – she has a longer than normal gestation and then – and uh, maybe, it's, well, maybe it's the Bolat bullets they like – Yes. She's, she's going to have the baby yeah. faster. Yes. <laughs> and so well, okay, is older than John. <laughs> so if like
0: – here's – I yeah, I don't know. DZ Math is just going to get filed under six-minute dryer logic because – Let's just say, like, the course of, like, two months has passed since oh, – for the 30s. And Pearl was, like, eight or ten weeks pregnant. And mm-hmm. then 39 happens. Let's just – Edda couldn't even gotten pregnant during that because she would have had the baby while Sercon's cancer treatment was happening. And that's all very muddy timeline, too. We don't really know how many months Sercon was in treatment right all of that so again we're just gonna file all of this under six minute dryer logic yeah um yeah but yeah so i just took that as too. i mean she lied about being the only kid in class without a sibling maybe she's just saying that john's the youngest too and it's like not meant to be taken seriously
1: right yeah Um, that's true that's true she might not even know
0: right so um either way um this is oh this is when it happens so Ed uh, sees the folder and recognizes that it's from Art Life. And she's like, this is what you were working on all night. I thought it was school Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, she's all happy because she realizes that he bailed Angin and Pearl out. And she's Mm -hmm. like, Kiraz, do you know you have the most giving and wonderful and generous father in the world? And she, like, (laughs) gets all huggy, snuggly. And so she's basically – and then Kiraz is like, in the world and outer space, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I just – Anyways, I thought that was cute. Um, So, Edda's like, well, I'm going to take this to Art Life. You guys get ready for school, each of your schools mm-hmm. and that. So, Edda shows up at Art Life with the folder. And they're grateful, but there's still yes. this, like, sense of melancholy because they're like, let's be realistic. He can't keep bailing us out. Yeah. Like, yes, this helped us and this is wonderful. But right. what happens next time when we have to make this same decision? Like, mm-hmm. Khan's not here. Right. Nobody's going to be Searcon, so even if we were to able to, even Ed is like, yeah, if you could hire a couple of architects, but this is when we get really more deeply into what the issue is. Like
2: mm-hmm. for them,
0: you know, they're kind of explaining like it's not even about the clients; it's that Searcon is gone, and mm-hmm. so like the enthusiasm is gone. Like you know, we we started this together; like the three of us were the like were the heart of this company, and like our passion right. is what drove it. And so when when a big chunk of that passion leaves, like, it's hard to be motivated to keep going. And I don't remember if well, it's um and right they, now that they mention it. Is it when they mention, like, yeah, Serkan had cancer, but w- we were all working under the motivation that he'd be yeah. back.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so, that's, that was what, what drove them. They were like, we got to keep this going while he's gone mm-hmm. because he's going to be back. Yeah. So and And, of course – you could totally see that happening because they're going to mm-hmm. be like no we have faith that he's going to get well so we're going to charge forward and keep this going while he's gone temporarily right and of course to help sarakhan too so that yeah. sarakhan can
0: have the the future hope mm-hmm. of getting back to our life yeah so you know but when they talk about how it's like not about the clients and all this stuff and you know she's like they talk about all this stuff they took on and how, like, hiring mm-hmm. two more architects wouldn't really help. It would just it would just pile on all the extra work. And she's like, yeah, I guess what you don't need is, is – it's not that you need extra work. You actually need to, like, downsize slow down. and slow down. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, wait yeah. a minute. And, like, a light bulb goes on in her head. Yeah. We don't know what's happening. But she's like, I have an idea. Let's go talk yeah. about it. And so yeah. they go and talk about this mysterious plan. Mm-hmm. Um.
1: So later on, Edda comes back home and – she sort of mentions offhand again that she – because Serkan's talking about the whole professorship and mm-hmm. she mentions again that she thought the whole academia thing was temporary because he's like, oh, yeah, slowly and surely I'm becoming an academic. Um, and he's kind of like, look, Ida, this is this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But she sort of please, pleads with him and tells him, they really need you, meaning, meaning Engen and Pearl.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, please, can you just like <clears throat> go make peace with them? Mm-hmm. They need you to be there. And Sarah Khan actually asks if she wants that for him or for her. Yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. Um, and he kind of, again, lays out his whole mm-hmm. why he thinks she's bored of him. And. um she sort of scolds him. I don't know, do you have the the full I don't know yeah. if you want to read through? I don't know.
0: If because you want to to. well, he like explains all the stuff you just said and I just want to I like what she says because he says all this like and she's like, "Okay, listen here, Sarah Crumble. <laughs> she's like, "I cuz he's like, "I'm home more, but then you're bored of me, blah blah blah." And she cuz you're falling asleep. And so she's mm-hmm. like, "Uh-uh, let's set this record straight. I miss you." even when you are around. Mhm. She's like, "And because you're home, I want to come running home too. When you're reading, when you're reading a book, when you're working out, when I see you with our daughter, every time I admire you and I fall in love." All over again. Do not make me angry, and don't say I'm bored anymore. Um, <laughs> and I love that she's like, I don't care whether you're an architect or an academician; it doesn't right. matter. Like, but what you are changing right now is your stubbornness. Uh, you're you're giving that up, and you're going to go make peace with your friends. Yeah. And so he's like, okay, little wifey, and she's like. Oh, wifey, like, oh my gosh. And she's like, wait, no, no, that's not going to soften me right now. I'm still standing my ground. Go fix it with your friends. Mm-hmm. So she's made it very clear to him. It was very like, you know, him, you can't say that about my beautiful wife. This was her basically. Right. Like, you can't say this about my husband. Like, I, right. I, no, you're not boring. You're not this. So I like that that's been completely clarified now. Right. And so he goes to make up with his friends. Now, listen, mm-hmm. this scene is one of the most emotion like oh, it was done so so well like he walks in and it's all kind of sad he sees like the sign being is down and in the lobby yeah it's all empty so he kind of gets an idea that they like shut down Mm -hmm. but he so he walks in and he's like what in the world did you do and pearl's like we also sold our shares art life Mm -hmm. belongs to none of us anymore and he and it's Oh, i love it because he he's very like introspective and he's just like i didn't do this out of selfishness both of you know very well what art life means to me i did this for you both and to save art life and mm-hmm. pearl finally is like we understand and explained all of this to us and i love this moment and he's like pearl I know. me too when i was sick you managed this place so well no better job could have been done. So if you made a mistake with the Qatar project, believe me, it's one I definitely could have made too. Angen could have made a mistake any of us could have. And, you know, and she's like, I know I could have done it. I could work day and night. I could pressure Angen like I used to, but things are no longer like that. I'm not that plural. I have a young child now, Sercon. And Angen's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I've changed as well. And so have you. This uncontrolled growth of the company didn't benefit us. And so- yeah. This is when they start to acknowledge like the 5 years of his edulous life where he just took on every big project to distract himself. Yeah. They bit off more than they could chew and they were trying to juggle yes. too many balls and this is this is now the the result, the result. Mm-hmm. And and he explains that he's like my ambition is what did this. I'm so sorry as I said before, you didn't have to downsize or you didn't have to close though, you could have downsized. Mm-hmm. And they make this point. What was the point of doing it without you? Without our bickering, without us being exposed to your crazy antics, like, it's not the same.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And Pearl's like, Angen's right. We didn't love art life because it was art life. We loved this place because we were in it all together and we loved each other. Mm-hmm. And she says, saying this to your face is hard and I can't even believe I'm saying it. But truly, this place had no meaning when you weren't here, Serkan. Yeah. And he says, so what are you going to do now? What's your plan? And they're like, actually, we do have a plan. And listen to me, you guys. When I watched this for the first time, I was like, if somebody would have told me that three empty chairs were going to make me cry. Like, <laughs> I, like, they walk over to these empty chairs and I, like, got goosebumps because I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, they're, they're going to go back to the beginning. Like, oh, my gosh. I just <laughs> loved it so stinking much. Like, I loved it. Um Anyway, sorry. You can pick up, but... No, that's
1: okay. I I did love this scene. I wasn't nearly as emotionally affected, though.
0: <laughs> I totally... This, like... I was like, this was like... I don't know. This was, like, almost a better, like, reunion than his and Ed does. Like, final... Like, it was just... I loved it. Well, and...
1: And I think the reason this scene is so good is because you... When you when you first meet Serkan Bola, mm-hmm. he is Serkan Bola the robot. Yeah. And you're not really seeing his relationships mm-hmm. for anything very meaningful. Like, you know that he's partners with Engen and Perot, but mm-hmm. – and you know that they've known each other forever. But you also see the frustrations that they have with him mm-hmm. and even his relationship with his mom isn't that great or with his dad or the whole issues that he had with Celine when they were mm-hmm. together – so it's this kind of whole perception of his robotness, and so to see the true reality of their friendship yeah. in this scene of like no this all worked because we were a team because we love each other mm-hmm. was I, I think that's what made it so meaningful
0: well um, and i th- and i think too like um okay so well i'll get to this next part so they basically are saying, like, let's start at the beginning with the three yeah, chairs yeah. like we did. And like then they did, say, yeah. after he agrees and they have this beautiful emotional group hug, um, they say, we actually had one more thought. Mm-hmm. What if we added a fourth chair? Yeah. Which, of course, got me all, oh, uh, because they want Eddie to be a part of it. And I love how Perol's like, then we'll have an even number of men and women. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so, of course, he's like, I love that. They're going to start he's tomorrow. Like, I can't leave my well, and he's student. like, you came up with a good idea, mm-hmm. and and they're
1: like, actually, it was Edda's idea. And yeah. that was cute because he's like, of course, of course it, was it was Edda's idea. Yeah. And you can just see his love for her growing because yes. of how unifying she is Yes, in his and life. that
0: Yes, and that she did this for him because the fourth chair was Ingen and Parole's idea, not Edda's. She right. was just wanting to give them you know, the three of them back. Yeah. Um so yeah. I love that it was their idea to bring her in. So they agree they're gonna start tomorrow, but he's also gonna keep teaching because his students can't live without him, <laughs> <Yeah>. which was <laughs> hilarious. Um and, you know, all the EEK varsenuses and all this stuff that were just yeah. beautiful. So I really loved um that um like someone basically pointed out like on Twitter, uh roll me. Ominum on Twitter said, for me, art life symbolizes Serkan's power, perfection, organization, and it doesn't work when the head is with other issues, like his head. So there wasn't room for art life anymore in Serkan's life. There's no more perfectionism. There's no more extreme organization. He has new times, new goals, new projects. The only redeemable thing about art life is his friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's as if... Is, it's as if with art life, Sarakon died to give, away, to give way to the birth of a new one. Art life symbolizes mm-hmm. the wall with which he protected his heart. He no longer needs that protection. His heart sur- has surpassed those walls. Ada and Kiraz are the ones that helped tear it down. And the fall of art life is the, buri- is the burying of the past. And the new company is the birth of his new life. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so true. Like, yeah. So yeah. I, j- I, yeah. It's, like, it just it's a me- fully
1: fresh start.
0: Yes. Yep, yeah. with with only keeping the things that are important. Because I love too that they're like, yeah, we're starting over, but we're only going to work enough and earn enough to support our families. We're not, yeah. So it's not going to be about we're ambition, go crazy. right? Mm-hmm. It's just going to be this small firm where they're just literally living out their passion like he's teaching his students to you know where right. it's like back to the core which is your passion and love for architecture so
1: well and it's true because they all have changed just like they said mm-hmm. uh, Engen has changed Purtle has changed Serkan has changed now Edda is a core part of this whole group mm-hmm. so for them all to be able to move forward together I think will be really cool and yeah. it's it's nice to see the whole fresh start with them I agree and Speaking of fresh starts, mm-hmm. so Sercon comes home mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, Edda, I'm so sorry. I should never have thought that you were getting bored I projected me. my I'm insecurities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me tell you how much I love you. I can't believe you thought of this wonderful – he's like wanting to just go on and on and on. And it is like – look hey 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 focus (laughs) look i really love you but i can't listen to you right now because i have a present for you Uh and she hands him a little like stuffy like a rattle
0: yeah like a a soft noisy toy
1: (laughs) yeah and he's like okay like is what are you handing me why are you handing me this am i gonna need to start using it with a new company or something (laughs)
0: To get your attention, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and she's like, uh, "No," and she kind of waits for it to sink in, and then she tells him, "I went to the doctor, and I'm pregnant." So uh, that's the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. We get uh, new beginnings with the company mm-hmm. and a brand new baby on the way. Um, I am gonna be so. I haven't. Even, I haven't, I didn't watch the fragments,
0: but I've only watched them I'm sure. once i think so i i don't have them like down hard memorized but um i mean i'm sure we'll have plenty of
1: insanely overprotective that's exactly one of
0: the fragments is exactly that entirely (laughs) because you know because we know his mind yep yep um and (laughs) i love to like again i loved that there wasn't this big showy like let me set up this whole candle lit thing. Like, it wasn't a big production for her to tell him. Like, it was just something right. simple. Um, and not that – I mean, for for people who do set up, like, I'm definitely not – I'm not d- dissing those. Like, if you set up a really, like, really grand way of telling your yeah. your significant other you're pregnant, I'm all for that. But again, because we talked so much about simplicity with them and and some of their biggest moments happening – In simple circumstances. Like, Mm -hmm. I love that it was just like, here's a rattle because this house is going to get a lot noisier. Like, and just. Well,
1: and, and,
0: like, let's
1: be real here. If we're thinking realistic as well. Mm -hmm. If she came straight from the doctor, she doesn't have time to go setting some crazy thing up. She's like, how am I going to tell him? Okay, well, Uh let me buy a rattle. Like. Uh Yeah. (laughs) This will be enough to, to hint him on, clue him in on this. Yep. And clearly it worked and yes they have their little moment together yeah and that's what it's going to be about anyway yeah when a moment like that is happening it's mm-hmm. about the two of them mm-hmm. so i felt like it it was yeah and
0: it was I agree. it was a good moment for them i agree uh so yeah i i don't even think i remember the um, oh the first fragment is just basically about they're gonna they're gonna keep it a secret because they don't want to tell until they hit a certain number of weeks and all of that. Okay. Um which again is very realistic. But uh-huh. it's chaos because like somebody finds a pregnancy test or something, but then they think it's like peanuts, but then other people think it's Idon who's pregnant, and they're like, How the heck? So it's like <laughs> Yeah. So it's gonna be a little bit nuts. Um well, and as a matter of fact, what time is it? The episode's probably playing it's already. Playing. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, like, it's it's mostly about that. So the first fragment was, like, confusion as to who's pregnant and trying to keep it a secret that Ed is the one who is. And mm. then the second one is just about crazy overprotective SIRCON and, okay. like, oh, yeah. Edda can't drink coffee? Well, nobody in our life is drinking coffee. And then they're, like, well, why isn't Edda drinking coffee? <laughs> and then he, like, there's one, too, like, it's it must be the opening scene because he, like, picks her up and is, like, I can't believe this. And he says – I, like, I want to rip my heart out and give it to you right now. Like, I'm so happy. And he, like, picks her up. And then he's like, oh, crap, I already messed up, didn't I? I'm not supposed to pick you up because you're pregnant. Like, and so begins the craze of him. And Kiraz at one point is like, yeah, my dad is obsessed with my mom. And people are like, yeah, what else is new? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, I, I think we are going to have a very, I think we have a cute, a very cute episode happening right now. Nice. Um but I'll watch later tonight when the subs drop. So um, anyhow, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for mm-hmm. um, your encouragement yesterday when we couldn't drop the episode and get it done. Um, but trust me, it's a much better episode because we waited to d- till today. Honestly, um, yeah. So yeah, but we're down to the final three, you guys. Like crazy. Three episodes left. So um yeah. And two after today. So mm-hmm. out in just a couple hours, it'll be down to the final two. So anyhow, um, thank you again. Hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. And we will be back next week. Uh, volume 50. That feels like such a huge like, <laughs> goalpost to hit. Um, yeah and yeah so thank you again and as always you know where to find us all over social media links to all sorts of things like our merch store and all of that are in the episode notes so um i think that's it so until next time good as shooters post a call